Hi, Diego. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, hello, David. Thank you very much for inviting me. To start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background journey to founding Diego Menezes? All right. Well, to all the audience, well, I'm, my name is Diego Menezes. I'm an industrial designer myself. And since the year 2018, together with my wife, we decided to open Diego Menezes Design. We are the design studio specialized in, in, in industrial design. So we help companies to design innovative consumer products that they can release to the market. So this is pretty much, let's say, our journey through the last two years since, since we started here. I mean, we have been in China for a while. I've been in China for 10 years, my wife for like nine already. We actually met here in San Zan. She's from Russia. I'm from Colombia. Mm. Yes, yes, uh, yes, came uh, all the we, way to meet uh, together in China. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the funny part is that, um, like many expats, mm. um, we, we came here and we we're like, maybe going to be here for, I don't know, five months, one year, and then boom, 10 years already. Right. So, yeah, in the last, in the past five years, 10 years, sorry, um, we have actually seen, you know, the drastic changes that have gone through the city. So imagine that have people have, have met people here have been for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. So they have actually seen like how a fishing village transformed into a big metropolis that is yes. basically the high tech, uh, you know, heart of, of the entire world, especially for, for the consumer electronics industry. Yeah, very, it's, a, it's, it's kind of big bang, right? And, you know, this is actually a, a very interesting place to be for I mean, especially for a company like us, because um, not only the, the things that are currently happening in, in, in Shenzhen and in the Great Bay Area, but what's going to happen in the future. So there's going to be uh, a very big and important innovation center for Asia, all the Pearl River Delta. I agree. The, that is exactly. It's going to be like the, the, the whole junction between Hong Kong, Shenzhen, Guangzhou, and some other cities around. We so, a very, very strategic position, right? Location. Exactly. So for us, um, that we are a solution provider. We're providing design solutions to, to companies that develop products, consumer products, right? Um, this is a, an, an important place because for, for companies who are, let's say, in overseas and they're developing products in not only in China, but even in Southeast Asia, we're, we're right next to the whole supply chain. And we yes. want to make the things more efficient in terms of communication, language barrier, and all these factors, right? And for those companies in China, when they want to reach overseas markets, they also come to us because we can act as a bridge. So for us, this is a very strategic place to be right now. And, you know, depending on how the thing goes in the future, we might be even thinking about having offices in any other like place around that is gonna be a, a, an, an added value for our business. I agree. How do you work with your client? I mean, how do you acquire your the client? So I think that for starters, um, the, the way that this, this business has started to originate, you know, mm. was kind of sporadic. You know, I was not thinking actually to open the business, just happened to be like this. Uh, when I left my, my last job, um, I have accumulated like contacts and, and people from, from different, you know, industries and backgrounds. And then it just happens that I start, you know, basically consulting for them. And then eventually I found myself that I should actually open the company and, and start doing it more formally. 
Um, and at the very beginning and until recently it has been pretty much like word of mouth recommendations yes. from our clients that they see the value that our services have provided to them and they have also recommended us to, to other people. Plus, you know, the, the material that we post on social media, the people see the things that we, we, we do, our portfolio, website, you know. So this has actually brought the clients directly to us. Uh, until some point, I didn't have anyone involved in sales. So people were just coming. And, but now we're trying to expand a little bit more. So um, I'm planning some, some sales strategy, hiring some people, and also cooperating with some other consultants in, in different regions of the world. So, so we could expand not only our current team, but possibly in the future, even have offices in, in different areas. So the way that we cooperate with our clients, uh, we work um, in two ways. We work on a project basis or on a retainer basis. Uh, and it, it all depends on our clients, what are their needs? If you are a company that maybe needs one or two products to be designed through the whole year, I mean, there is no reason for you to have like a, you know, corporation under a retainer, like to have a, 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 an agency basically on your payroll every month. You just pay whenever you need it. But for companies that they are constantly developing products, it makes much more sense in terms of efficiency, communication, and, and even like in terms of price at the end, it's really going to be much better when a company establishes a retainer because we can work on a basic, on, on, on a base of a bandwidth, right, of how many courses we can be working at the same time, anytime. And this, of course, when we have this type of corporations make the things faster and efficient because we don't have to be signing contracts and, and discussing projects and payments for every single product. They're basically kind of like part of their team, just as a consultant agency. Yes. And yeah, like this actually, we can achieve even more things. Like not only the, the, the design that we provide as product or industrial design, but also we're doing things like CMF development, or design a strategy that there are some other services attached to industrial design that are going to, to ensure that the product is going to be successful. I see. I can feel that uh, your service offer uh, to a potential client, especially in the Chinese, for the Chinese manufacturing company, right? They can manufacture it uh, mm -hmm. to certain international quality, but that they lack mm -hmm. the branding power or the, the mm -hmm. reputation or the I mean, mm -hmm. they haven't built trust in the international market as well i mean mm -hmm. either yet but the, if you can add your value to the, those manufacturing company nice design very high-end design you can help them to the take to their business service and product to the next level i can understand that but mm -hmm. the, uh, i typical challenge i can imagine related to your business is that the, mm -hmm. Once you build, uh, I mean, successfully build your reputation as a, a high-end uh, industrial design provider in China and certain market, then after that, it is it will be a very easy business for you to acquire clients, so many clients over and over again, right? What is your strategy to scale your business, acquire the new customer, and grow your business in China? Yeah, so we actually, because um, we have clients in, in, in three main regions. Mm. We have clients in, in, in the US, in Europe, and in, in mainland China. So we have found, for example, that, especially in, in the local market here in China, the way to approach clients is, is all about personal relationships. Okay. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you want to find, let's say, clients 
overseas. You cannot do the cold call, right? To through the course. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there, there are sense. channels, you know, like like right. LinkedIn, you know, where right, you can actually right. approach the people, uh, have okay. a conversation, okay. share information, and so on, right? But in, in China, it's more about that, you know, there are very strong personal relationships here. Like this yes. manufacturer, you know, this guy, this, his friend, his cousin, and so on. They're part of certain group or community. And you have to get to know, you know, these people. You have to go to the same kind yes. of meetings, festivals, whatever. And, and everything is based on this kind of trust that you can generate in, in, in this kind of offline settings. Yes. So, sounds like, uh, sounds like uh, your business model is very localized already. Right. Uh, we are, you understand we're planting our, very yeah, Chinese way. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah we're planting our roots here as well because and something that I understood especially through the whole COVID nineteen is that I cannot I cannot put my the, the my eggs in, into the same basket. I have right. to diversify. So okay. when the whole pandemic started here in China, uh, of course everybody was like in scare and people were not going out. Companies mm. were closed. It was the whole chaos. Right. But at the same time, I have clients overseas that they were still working. So we were working with them. By the time that COVID reached overseas and the thing got out of control, then we were basically in a, in a bubble here in China working with our Chinese customers. So yeah. this is a, an important thing to know, especially when you're a small business. Like the early, you can try to diversify and find different ways to, to enrich your business, the better, because you never know what are the challenges you're going to, to face in the future. And, you know, we basically survived the, the, the whole COVID-19 and we're still standing and we're stronger yes. than before. Yes. Okay. Do you have anything, I mean, show us or the, explain about any uh, very successful design you created and you feel proud of and then us any related inter- interesting your war story? I, mean. I have a couple of things that I would like to share. Let me mm. see if I could. If we are able to see the screen here. Yeah, you know, like the important thing to know is that we are uh, we design consumer products, right? Mm. Because when the people think about industrial design, they might even think about industrial machinery, right? But you know, it's important to clarify the thing, the whole thing about industrial and product design. I mean, at some point we were calling ourselves product designers, but recently, I mean, digital product uh, designers start to call themselves product designers. You know, the ones who develop apps or or UI or UX designers, they start to call themselves product designers. So there's a whole confusion. So that's why we're also going back to the roots and calling ourselves industrial designers. But we design consumer products. Things are going to go directly to, to, to consumers, to the masses, you know. Because yes. when you're having an industrial machine, you know, this is just interacting with machines, with workers, and in a factory setup, and you want to make this thing efficient and cost-effective. And when you try to relate to consumers, yeah. you, you need to you need to relate to them to trigger the right type of emotion right. so they can purchase your products and you can yes. with engagement they're gonna keep buying and buying and buying again. They yeah. will feel identified with. I them. understand so that. This is more it's a more complex you know scenario. Yeah. So how about the how about the, this is smartphone? Which company did you work with? Can you t- share with uh, us? Yeah, this is a company from from Poland. They they um they produce um outdoor rock rock outdoor smartphones and also accessories and wearables is so it just is, actually, a, is it just a cover or the it is a is the, the smartphone the smartphone itself the smartphone, smartphone itself. actually oh, okay yeah looks, the smartphone look, the full it looks smartphone. very cool how come we see this phone in the market <laughs> yeah it has been for a while already it's an i think Android you should work a bigger play a bigger manufacturer like samsung or apple 
Oh, well, hopefully in the future right. we'll get them. Because this, <laughs> this looks very cool. How about the, what is mm -hmm. the, on the bottom, I can see the white, uh, white devices. What this is, is that? Yeah, this is an air freshener diffuser. Yeah, oh, yeah, so for fragrances, yeah, yeah. We, we work with we work with uh, one of our clients, biggest clients is CTR. This is a multinational corporation, and they themselves work with brands all over the world, famous brands that they produce the they, they release to the market these type of products. So in the, we're in basically the helping them. Okay, yeah. in the middle, what is that? Is 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 it the notebook pack? Um, this is actually a um, um, we call it like mobile office bag. It's a bag that that we designed in the past is for, for an iPad Pro and for a Microsoft Surface. So mm -hmm. you can actually work directly from there. But, you know, I have, I have some, some, some examples that, that, I, that I will explain a little further, but this, this seems to just to give you an idea that yes. we're basically covering a lot of different industries. And as right. you can see, like even the design language of each specific product is very different because for us, our objective is not to push a specific design style. Okay. Um, our objective is to enhance the design language of the brand that we're designing for, because we make you make your client to succeed, right? Make your exactly. Client. We want that the yeah. consumers see your brand, see your yes. design language, right? Not us, you know. And then there appeal, is no point to, in that. appeal to the consumer of your client, right? Exactly. Okay. You know, and, and of course, yeah. The the you know. Part of our process, of course, we have a, a lot of experimentation in, in our creative process. We do a lot of sketching. We actually communicate with our clients at the very beginning, our ideas through sketches, manual sketches, like right in front of them. So it's not about like, it's something that we design in a bubble and then we throw the, the information. We actually bring the client to work closely with us because we want to make sure that what we're exploring the best solutions for them. Yes. And, and as you can see, you know, like there is a lot of experimentation that happen whenever we're designing any new product. And of course, we have the process that goes from the early sketches to the refining and to the final design. But I think that very interesting uh, case studies that we have, um, I would say like something like this SlimQ charger. This is a startup from, from Shenzhen, from, from here in China. What, that, what is, it? What is this? Adapter. This oh, is, adapter. Yes, this is an, an adapter, a, a charger, right? The GAN charger, like 100 watts, this specific model. We have designed several for that. Beside, the, beside is, the design itself, in terms of function, what is the special about this uh, adapter? Well, the special thing about this adapter is that you can actually charge your computer with this. It's a very tiny charger. Okay. And not only charging your computer, you can charge your phone and your computer ah, and all this, devices this, at the same time. This is a rechargeable battery then. No, 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 it's just a charger. You connect it's it to the wall. Okay. Yeah, but you're able to charge your laptop, your smartphone, and any other devices. You have four ports. Mm. This is just a slightly bigger one from the very first model that they have that is 65 watts, which is very tiny, and it can also charge a laptop. So for them, the, they had a big opportunity in the market because you know, now Sam, uh, Apple phones and, and other brands, they're they're removing the, the charger from the, from, from, from the box, right? right? So people need to buy a charger. But the other, the other thing is why as a consumer, I need to trust your product that you are an unknown brand coming out of nowhere to charge my expensive devices, right? So we wanted to kind of highlight that their product is a premium product. It's something that not only is safe to use, has higher quality, but also has a better interaction with the people, you know? Usually yes. you want to, to interact with a charger. Charges are always 
glossy that it gets scratched and they're very slippery, you know, very difficult to plug in yes. and to unplug from a power outlet. So we wanted to make something more physical here, you know, this uh, um, uh, synthetic two-tone fabric that is on the side, for example, is not only uh, providing an extra layer for you not, not to feel the heat of the charger, but also certain physicality that you can feel the product, you can create a lot of grip, and even you can feel this uh, 3D logo made out of TPU that is right on the top, right? So, plus this is something that was planned for, to, to be released in an audience that is more like a mobile office audience, that like you're working on the go. So you have a lot of devices and you don't have to bring, you know, multiple charges. You just use one for everything. So yes. we wanted something timeless, something that is good, looks nice now, but maybe looks nice in one month, one year, two years, and it's still okay, you know? So we didn't right. want something flashy, we wanted something timeless. But these guys are doing really, really well right now on Indiegogo. They're putting all the products in Indiegogo because we touch the point that connect their message to the audience and the product speak to the audience and the audience can identify this message clearly. clearly. So this is actually a, a really good, good story. And, and I think that the, uh, a very curious story is about this product that we designed for, for wheels. This is a micro mobility uh, startup from the US similar to Lime and, and Birth. So as you can see on the, on the bottom right, this is their vehicle. It's like a hybrid between bike and scooter. It's electric, so people can rent it on the uh, This streets. is electric, oh, interesting. Yes, yeah, so people in, in California, for example, they can just scan the, a, a QR code with the app and they, they can rent the, the scooter to ride on, on So the people can carry the, so, this one, the handy carry, handy carry this uh, hybrid uh, scooter? How so this is scooter it? is, 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 a, is a sharing, sharing scooter from the sharing uh, account. sharing, okay. Right, yeah. So the thing is, you know, the regulation changed in, 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 in that particular area at that point, and people could not ride these vehicles on the, on the sidewalk. So they have to go through, the, like, on the road. So it becomes already a safety issue because if people are going to be riding these scooters without a helmet in case of an accident, anything, you know, it's a lot of troubles, you know. Yeah, and, very interesting and, story, yeah. Yeah, so, of course, they wanted to provide a helmet with the scooter, but the problem is no one wants to wear a helmet. Plus, mm. if you wanna, if you're going to wear a helmet that is going, is has been worn by, I don't know, 100 people in a day, I mean, you have your concerns, right? About bacteria, sweat, fungus, lice, you name it. Right? There's no confidence yes, yes. in that. So, but we actually helped them because the whole business model depended on this is this particular solving this particular problem, how to help or, or persuade the people to wear the helmet. Otherwise, they just don't ride the bike, and then you lose like your, your business goes down. So what we did is we created a system uh, for disposable liners. So as you can see inside, it's a uh, pack of- That's a very, very creative idea, yeah. Yeah, very thin layers of, of plastic. Uh, it's like 30, 30 layers in a pack. They can change it this all the time, the people who come to do maintenance to the, to, to the batteries and everything. So whenever you want to go into a ride, you can remove one, peel off one layer, it goes very easily, and then you can wear the helmet. So you're who has not concerned the, uh, about excuse me who has the patent idea for this uh, design so this, this is this something disposable liners this is something that we created here it, it doesn't yeah. exist it's the first of its kind they just patented yeah so I we can, basically I, work with the client and with the supplier to almost develop the whole technology and the cool thing here is that we could solve the problem right that we could persuade the people to wear the helmet and then ride the, the bike but without creating an environmental problem at the end. 
because yes. you could see every layer is like a plastic bag and places like LA, they have a lack of garbage bins. So these things are going to end up in the sewage. Yeah. So I can feel that yeah. uh, you are working more than the industrial designer. Yeah. You are just so what we did, we used biodegradable plastic. Right. So this type of plastic is bioplastic and can decompose. So we're not having that much of an impact in the environment. Yes. So, but, you know, in order to solve these problems, you know, you really have to go 360 degree around the, the challenge that you have. So yes. you could find the best solution. Very, very interesting. Impressive. Yeah. Thank so uh, instead of uh, providing design services, you, you, you can launch the business, in fact. You have an idea, <laughs> you designed it, solve the problem. And then you can, I mean, you yeah, can we, set up. We, we could think about this in the future. Right. Yes, maybe, right? In the beginning, you mm -hmm. need to build up something, foundation. And then from there, you can expand uh, this uh, here and there uh, in terms of expansion. Because but, for us, you know, the, the whole passion is precisely to, to help others to understand their struggles, their challenges, and use all our expertise to provide a solution for them. And there is, you know, a lot of satisfaction in doing that. Yes. So that's what we're designing for the industry. Yeah. When you are ready to expand into that direction, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, sure. I, I, I can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So you can yeah. see here, this is, the, this is the chart that I just show you. Yes. Yes. Very it's cool. Very tiny. Yes. But this is the, the other one, the 65 watt chargers yeah. that also do the same. So these guys, these guys are really, I have a really good time right now. How, how, do you, how do you make money? For example, you work on the specific project with a specific client or do you work mm -hmm. on the retainer base? How do you charge? I mean, it's like a lawyer or the investment banker, you charge them based on time or how do you charge money? Or the success base, if you, they sell something, mm -hmm. you get the 10% of their revenue. What is the business? <laughs> I think that there are different possibilities for, for monetizing, right? Right. But um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that we can just have like some special price like when you're selling a product in the supermarket because every project is different, every challenge is different. And sometimes you might think that the solution is very simple, but the complexity mm. is actually in researching and providing the solution. Because people sometimes get lost in, in that, for example, I'm not talking about industrial design, now I'm gonna talk about, for example, like graphic design. When people see like, oh, Pepsi just redesigned their logo, but it's just a very tiny change and it costs millions of dollars. Right. But what many people don't realize that it's not about the complexity, sometimes it's not in the execution. It's on making sure that you find the yes. right answers. You have to do a lot of work behind that. Based on what I'm hearing about mm -hmm. your business model, I think two components. Mm -hmm. For example, a lawyer, accountant, uh, marketing pro PR professional, they usually charge mm -hmm. based on the time they work on, right? For mm -hmm. example, one hour, I don't know, $500, $1,000, it depends on the market, right? Mm -hmm. And But your business model, nature of your uh, services is uh, you are enabling your client success to successfully launch a new product and new design, new idea. So, mm -hmm. uh, Success is a very depends on the, your contribution, right? Not yes. only is this like a, a, a design appearance, mm -hmm. right? Then yeah, is it depends uh, on the objectives as well. 
Yes, yeah, of course. That is uh, one is uh, like like lawyer marketing professional. You can charge it in the same way, right? The other way is uh, you can you can get uh, share of the the revenue and profit. That's mm-hmm. another way to be a partner, real partner in their business mm-hmm. model, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, would you please describe the potential client? Because if someone watched uh, this uh, episode, podcast, or they listen to our podcast, somebody think that, okay, how should I work with them? I, I mean, mm-hmm. is my situation, does my situation fit his business model or something like that? They may have that question. So, would you like to describe the potential client you're looking for and the perfect situation where you can help? Yeah, I think that um, there are, I would say, two types of clients, right? mm. because precisely because of our location. So for those companies that they have a brand and they have, they need to design and 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 develop, you know, products that they want to bring to the market that be to be meaningful to their consumers, right? That they really want to create an engagement with them. They want to be a step ahead of the competition. They can come to companies like us, not just because we are uh, a very talented design agency, but at the same time, we are in a very strategic place that is next to the supply chain. Because to be honest, basically everything is made in China, right? Even if you are a brand from the US, from somewhere in Europe or Latin America and Africa, at the end, you're going to develop and produce your product in China. So what best that you could have everything working uh, as a synchronism in the same place so you can make the things more efficient, faster response, and you can actually ensure that you can provide a better solution. So coming to companies like us, that's a, a very a good benefit for, for, for brands like this, regardless if you're in the US, yes. if you're in, in Europe, right? So these are that's what I want to clarify. These are companies that have a brand and they, have, they want to design products to bring to the market. Because if you're a manufacturer, sometimes... You rely on the design provider from, from your client and the, you're just doing the, the contract manufacturing, right? So you don't have to deal with that. But if you're the one who has the brand and you want to release this product to the market and sell to consumers, you really need to make sure that this is going to be a good product because remember, you're not in a bubble. A market have, the consumers in the market have many, many choices. Yes. And sometimes, you know, for, for, for consumers, uh, they they always buy whatever is best from what they could find. But it doesn't mean that whatever they, they bought is what they need. Maybe okay. they want something better. So if you can find that out, you can actually be one step ahead of the competition. And okay. on the other hand is for, for companies in China that they want to uh, like bring you know, products with their brands to overseas markets. Uh, we could actually help them because we understand you know, what is to, to, to have a product gonna be released in a global scale and understanding all the, the cultural barriers or differences to, to, to help them to achieve that. Got you. I, because I interview a lot of founders, uh, CEO of a startup in other continents on my, other, mm-hmm. uh, on my podcast, I think it's mm-hmm. perfect situation from the uh, SME or startup point of view. For example, I'm, I'm running the business in Africa or Latin America, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a small company. We raised a little bit money, a few million dollars, mm-hmm. but uh, we have a lot. We need a lot of operation cash flow. But mm-hmm. I have business idea. I have identified uh, needs, uh, critical needs in the market. I came up with a mm-hmm. business solution. 
in terms of product mm-hmm. and services, let's say product, right? Mm-hmm. It's which is related mm-hmm. to you. I have a rough design concept, but it is not mm-hmm. very sophisticated that you mm-hmm. can you can create, right? Then mm-hmm. is uh, if I reach out to you, I may have two issues. I, I'm, I, I'm, we don't have a team member. We don't have a colleague and employee who are very, very good at the designing the very high-end, uh, cool design you can create, right? Number one, that's a number one issue. Number two issue, I cannot run the in-house manufacturing. I need to reach out the Indian company or the Chinese company, Shenzhen, right? Mm-hmm. So perfect solution from my point of view, of course, I can reach out to you or the or the design, other design company like you in other market. And then also I contact uh, hundreds of us contract manufacturing in China and India. But mm-hmm. if, since you, as you mentioned, you are based in the Shenzhen, heart, heart of global center of uh, manufacturing, right? Contract manufacturing, mm-hmm. Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. So if you can work together in the contract manufacturing in Shenzhen and then work as a team, provide this solution to the entrepreneur, that might be a perfect mm-hmm. solution. Yeah, because, you know, we actually uh, cooperate a lot with, with some other companies that they provide alternative services. So whenever a client needs some, something related, for example, to engineering, to sourcing, uh, or even like to, to create a visual marketing content to, to later sell their products, we can always recommend, you know, some of the partners, the people that cooperate with us. So we can actually work together as a team. And the other thing is that we don't actually design in a bubble. You know, from the very beginning, when we're working with a client, we try to include everyone in the conversation, even since the moment that we start sketching, whether it's the supplier that is going to produce the product, whether it's the sales team that the company has, marketing, any other people who can actually provide vital information and feedback, we like to include them from the very beginning. So sure. at the end, there are no surprises and you can actually make sure that you're getting every single point right and nothing is going to come in the future and buy you at the end. I love that approach because, uh, I mean, it's uh, actually the success, a result of collaboration, right? If you created a exactly. design, so this cool design, but mm-hmm. uh, their client don't like it, then it doesn't work, right? It's a use of, uh, waste of time. So uh, need to collaborate with the customer, identify the taste and needs and desire of a client. I mean, specific exactly. group of a consumer, they work together, and come up with this, I mean, combine the solution. Yeah, uh, and everything me, is data-driven, you know? Yes, yes, Like, yes. we need to have facts and information that they're going to, to justify every single detail and solution that we are providing. Because nothing here is out of, you know, because we want to make it like this or because you follow a train or yeah. this or that. That everything sounds even better. Justification. It sounds mm-hmm. even better if somebody uh, understand what you're doing a little bit, they may think that you're a more artistic person. But if you can leverage the data and the data-driven decision, and that might be uh, even much better than just yeah. uh, providing artistic and cool design, right? Yeah, and also depending on what our client needs, we can go even one step further because, yes. uh, let's say the, 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 the main service that people know the most is industrial design, but we also have something called design strategy mm-hmm. in which we work closely with our clients and kind of like the work that you could do in advance yes. in order to create, you know, leads, actions, and plans that could help your company to generate innovation in the long term. So yes. whether it's creating strategies for the products or for the process itself that you're running inside your company. So we can help to optimize the processes to help you be more innovative 
then this is going to benefit everything in the long term. Sure, sure. Let me ask another very interesting question. Uh, I'm the uh, entrepreneur running the startup owner, founder of a startup. I'm running the company. Uh, what if I approach you uh, and propose, uh, make a proposal to you? Uh, I need your skill set and I want to collaborate with you, but uh, we don't have a lot of cash flow. So are you interested in working together with you, with us as a partner and then you are gaining the sweat equity? Mm-hmm. So actually, th- thanks for bring, bringing up this, this question. So to answer to that, uh, there are two things that we're looking into to, to have clients or prospect clients that could be in a situation like this. A lot of these people, they might have, I won't say like no money at all, but they have certain uh, budget that they better use in, in the development of, a, let's say, working prototype or something to, yeah. to, to prove the whole concept and to later find investors, right? And a lot of these people, they actually go to crowdfunding websites like Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So one of the things that we're actually looking into is to cooperate with them. And at the end, we can actually get certain percentage of their funding. So they yes. don't have to actually invest with us at the very beginning. We can actually provide them the design and help them to somehow reach certain point uh, that they can yeah. launch the campaign. And we could, you know, work together and promote it. Post-payment. So, uh, Basically yeah. post-payment, right? Yeah. So it will be based on the performance of the of their campaign. We can get certain percentage, you know. So this is something that we're actually exploring right now. We're actually working with with companies like Indiegogo precisely to, yes. to approach solutions like this for, for companies that they are in this particular situation. Yeah, that's, that's a very proactive approach. But I, I yeah. think is uh, if you ask uh, for the sweat equity, actually that's more aggressive, but the invest, yeah. uh, entrepreneur might, might be hesitating because giving equity here and there, it's a lot of cost for them, right? Because they need yeah, to raise money from the investor over and over again. But if yeah. you're willing to take the post-payment like from the like a fundraising, that's a very, very good proposal to the entrepreneur, I think. Very flexible. Yeah, this is, this is one of the things that we're proposing. And the other thing is we are actually uh, working on, on, a, on an initiative with a couple of companies here in Shenzhen. Uh, it's called Design Spark. Soon mm-hmm. we're going to, 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 to know more information about it and release it online and, and all, all the social media platforms uh, in which we, we want to to make an opening in which companies can submit their applications uh, in order to win a free consultation, not only in industrial design, mm-hmm. but also product development, uh, yes. all the visuals for marketing that you can you know, use it to promote, to, to launch a Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign, or even put it on your website, digital marketing with influencers. There are also companies that are involved with that. And we're all willing to volunteer for whoever is the winner. So this person yes. would actually get a free, uh, free consultations from the very beginning from when they have the idea until they have a probably working prototype, you know? Yeah, sounds so, like a, you are the super flexible. So you, you can change <laughs> your, your body shape, fit into the, your client, right? Anytime. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is something that we, we want to do actually probably once or twice a year. So it's, it's going to be open for any comp- a small company, a startup all across the world. Because we understand, you know, the struggles that many companies are facing with the whole COVID-19. Yes. And any way that we could help, you know, yes. be bene- a great benefit for whoever has been chosen for that. And at the same time, of course, like, 
like what it's good for us is that we get a lot of exposure, you know, not mm -hmm. only for my company, but also for the other companies that they're volunteering with this free service. So as you were mentioning that we're able to morph and to change, I believe that you have to be willing to, to, to you know, find different alternatives. I would like yes. to say like, we have to be like water, you know? Yes, like yeah, flow. Thing. Yeah, you have to flow like water. If you drop yeah. water to yeah. the top of you yeah. know, a yeah. crack, you will find a way somehow to to get to the bottom. Because we right. are not cookie cutting, right? You are not cookie cutting. <laughs> right? If you cookie yeah. cutting in the within the large corporation, you you mm -hmm. need to stick to the same shape of cookie all the time. But uh, mm -hmm. you are not within that. Uh, We're flexible. Journey. Yes, very flexible. very good, very good. I mean, very good. Yeah, that's uh, also very helpful to your client. So I I believe that you can. Uh, create and build a lot of meaningful partnership relationship with your client. Yeah, I can feel that. Okay, last question. My last question is, uh, uh, what is your vision with the Diego? I mean, what is your long-term vision? I think that um, actually, we recently changed our logo. Before it was mm. Diego Meneses Design, now it's Diego Meneses. Mm. And there is a reason for that because uh, I'm, I'm, op I'm opening the opportunities in the future to include, you know, diversified into any other direction that could at the end. Beyond the design. Yeah, probably, I mean, it doesn't have to go like that far away from here, right. but it could be a compliment, you know. I, I, I won't say, I mean, maybe in the future, we might actually look into marketing, for example, because it could be a, a, a great added value to our service. Not just marketing for marketing, but especially marketing intelligence in, when, in, in ways that we can help, you know, the companies to get valuable information that they can use later to design and develop products and even to release it to the market later on. That could, could be a great benefit. And if we invest in something like this in the future, it could actually help, you know, both of our businesses. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open for, 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 for what the future can, could bring. So that's why, you know, that's why we changed from Diego Meneses design, like the, the big icon to DM, Diego Meneses. And just underneath here says Diego Meneses design, but maybe we have marketing will be underneath the DM, Diego Meneses marketing, who knows? Or yes. something else, you know, we're open right. for that. And, you know, and, and, and even if you see our logo, everything is black and white. The only mm -hmm. colorful thing are the things that we design. Because as I was mentioning earlier, there is no intention for us to push one specific style or design language or vision or something. We always like to enhance the vision and the design language of the brand that we're designing for. So we're kind of like a neutral partner helping the company. Very good. Mm. So uh, even about the long-term vision, you are flexible. You flows like water. <laughs> yeah, like water. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, th thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, taking time to sharing the, your interesting entrepreneur journey. And uh, I feel that that's a very cool business. You, can, you have a lot of potential to work with the help of your client in Asia. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, David, for inviting me. It was a pleasure, you know, sharing all this information with you and your audience. And hopefully if, if some of your audience, they might need, you know, solutions in, in, in this particular sector that is designed, they could come to us and we'll be happy to help them. Uh, certainly. Uh, also, I'll keep that in mind. If I come across any, uh, uh, I mean, company, whether large, or small, medium, but that they are lacking in the uh, designing, commercial designing capability or the 
that they need to improve their, their product in a way to uh, appeal to the consumer, I let you know. Yeah. That's right. That's perfect. 